And welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators, a place to learn and to heal following cluster B disordered individual relationships and the abuse that often accompanies them. Today we're going to look at how a covert narcissist is different from other types of people with narcissistic personality disorder or sociopathy, or psychopathy. With increased attention recently focused on the narcissist in the world around us, we are all familiar with the trope of the immoral, raging lunatic, hell-bent on causing pain and suffering to those around them in order to obtain fuel from so-called supplies. Or as some, like the famous uh, narcissistic writer, H.D. Tudor says, he calls them acquaintances, Uh, he calls these acquaintances appliances. But narcissistic personality disorders exist on a spectrum, and there are several distinct types of cluster B disorders. They are each different in the way they behave in a relationship. While malignant narcissists may get the most press in new designer combos like the narcopath, which is the narcissistic sociopath, psychopath. These are emerging into public awareness, but there is actually very little difference between this dark triad of narcissism, sociopathy, and psychopathy. Sometimes all three may be present in even the most harmless masquerading narcissist, the covert. Within each type or substrata, such as low-level, mid-range, and grand narcissists, as well as the categorical classifications such as cerebral, somatic, malignant, and covert. Clearly, one size does not fit all, and understanding the differences is crucial to recognizing one when you see one. The covert narcissist is often considered the most difficult to identify and the most destructive of all the different types. First, recognition and distinction from other types is essential. The main red flags may include any and all of the following characteristics. Number one, quiet smugness, superiority, entitlement. Number two, self-absorption, delusions of grandeur, magical or fantastical thinking. Number three, a lack of empathy, conscience, remorse or moral compass. They never apologize and they're lacking guilt. Number four, passive aggressiveness, manipulative, sneaky. Number five, highly sensitive, shy, fragile, victim mentality. Number six, the misunderstood special person, They possess special powers or abilities or superior special qualities. Number seven, impersonal and difficult relationships, lack of intimacy. Number eight, superficial charm, seductive, 
a chameleon. Number nine, pathological lying, blame shifting, repression, and projection. And number 10, impulsivity and the need for excitement and thrills, high-risk behavior, and ignoring basic rules and boundaries. Most covert narcissists will possess one or more of these 10 qualities. They are different from other narcissists in the ways that they have a relationship, covert narcissists. The covert narcissist really does want to get away and stay away once they have made the decision to discard you. And they will lay the internal and external groundwork so that they can facilitate that disconnect for themselves mentally. They will work hard to erase you from their life as if you never existed. And if they are trying to do a permanent discard of you, you can bet that this is going to happen. Typical narcissists want to maintain a source of supply. They may hoover. They may return. But covert covert narcissists see themselves as true victims, and you are the abuser. They just want out. Please understand that you often won't think things are that bad because the covert narcissist has a problem communicating their feelings. They file things away and hold grudges forever, while normal people would just tell you, communicate, talk about it, let you respond, maybe argue about it a little bit, and then come to some resolution with you and then forget about it. Covert narcissists are different. They do not do this. Uh, So their anger, which has been stewing and brewing, and the covert They've been reliving this nightmare things that you did to offend them over and over again in their heads. You are doomed and you don't even know it. It doesn't matter if you did or did not do anything wrong. The covert narcissist perceives that your actions are a certain way and to them, whatever you did was wrong. They are often unwilling to try to understand the root cause for why something has happened especially when it is usually their behavior which created the problem in the first place. If a covert narcissist discards you, they're going to typically do one of the following things. First of all, they may start being mean to you a few weeks or even up to a few years before the final discard so that they can feel justified in treating you as if you don't exist after they leave. It is kind of a scorched earth policy They want to burn that bridge, scorch the earth, and make certain that you don't want them or chase after them when it's over. They go to extraordinary lengths to make sure they stay away and to prepare themselves to disconnect and push you away so that you also stay away and don't try to reconnect. Number two, they may treat you poorly, and when you react, point to your reaction as the reason for their behavior or as proof that you are somewhat unstable or have anger issues or have some kind of problem. This is called blame shifting, and it's almost guaranteed that your covert narcissist is going to shift the blame and not assume any responsibility of their own. Number three, they are going to delete you. They're going to delete your cell phone number from their phones, all emails, texts, and other contacts. 
Their hope is that by deleting everything, they remove the temptation to contact you and stop holding on to anything connected to you. Number four, they leave everything behind and they just go. They do not do this because they intend to come back and get their things at some point. They do this because they don't want any reminders or traces or anything that anything existed between the two of you. They intend to start everything over and make their entire life brand new from scratch, tabla rosa. This particular item is interesting because they will often leave valuable things behind. They just want to get away from you and they don't care what they lose in the process. For me personally, this was one of the most confusing and disturbing things when my husband discarded me. He left everything behind in our house that did not fit into a duffel bag. 15 years of cherished possessions, clothes, artwork, camping and hiking equipment, tools, books, souvenirs, furniture, everything. He just left it behind. Number five, they will move. They will move to anywhere that you aren't. They are known to try to put as much distance between you and them as they possibly can. So prepare for that, especially if you're involved with a court battle and and child support is an issue or spousal maintenance is an issue. It becomes a little bit more complicated across state lines. Number six, limit. they're going to try to limit their exposure to you in every way possible. This means they're going to block you on everything. They will refuse to talk to you over the phone. And if they do have to speak to you, it will be very brief. Number seven, they will refuse to meet with you. If you force the issue and don't agree to meet with them, uh, then you're going to have a problem. Um, They will use body language to demonstrate that they do not want to be there. So they don't want to see you. Number eight, they will ask people who are close to them to never speak your name or mention you in any way again. And number nine, they will smear you to everyone who will listen and they will play the victim. Here again, they will shift the blame. They're going to repress. They are going to project and they are going to do a number of disordered, dysregulated behaviors and actions to avoid facing the real truth. They will actually believe that this new false reality is true and there's no convincing them otherwise. Pretend, the number 10, they will pretend that your relationship never existed. This has a very lethal effect on the victim to have the entire relationship annihilated, erased, as if it never happened, never allows any type of closure. And there's just such an irreverence and disrespect for the uh, inability to honor a long-lasting relationship when it comes to an end and treat it as if it just never happened. Understanding the covert narcissist and what has happened is crucial in discovering from a relationship with them and discovering um, the truth of the relationship. The aftermath is nothing short of catastrophic and apocalyptic. When an overt or malignant narcissist leaves, There's often relief and feelings of increased freedom and safety. This is not the case with a covert narcissist. 
they are a special breed. The experience is far more akin to being brainwashed by a cult or kidnapped and held captive for years, thus developing some version of Stockholm Syndrome. The victim may not even be aware that abuse is happening and cognitive dissonance alters their reality. Most often, the victim is not even aware that they are in love with a covert narcissist because the abuse is masked and completely carefully hidden from the victim. Many have said, when you know, you go. This is sage advice, but in covert abuse, since it is so insidious, it's more like the frog in the boiling water. By the time you figure out that you are in danger, it is too late. Others have vilified and demonized these narcissists as soulless evil demons. But some lower and mid-range narcissists are not even aware of what they are doing. The covert may not be aware of what he is doing either or have any intention really to do harm. In fact, they are most likely drunk in the ideation stage, this infatuation stage, the idealization stage, as it's often called at the beginning, this first part of the love bombing stage, they're buying into it too, thinking that perhaps they've met their soulmate who's going to be the solution to all their problems and um, this person is going to fill their emptiness and complete them somehow. Although they leave a path of destruction wherever they go, they may not even be aware of why or how. They may even warn the new supply of their history of failed relationships and hint that there may indeed be something very wrong with them. Most newly acquired partners will ignore these warnings and believe that they have found the perfect relationship until the devaluation and discard inevitably follow, which is in the case of the covert narcissist, could be many years. The cycles of this abuse with the idealization, the devaluation, and the discard doesn't cycle through quickly like it may with some of the other types of narcissists. There are coverts who have been married for maybe 15, 20, 25, 30 years before uh, the mask comes off and you see what is underneath all of that. When people tell me to look at my loss as an opportunity to grow and become all I can be and to do all the things I always wanted to do and couldn't, I know they really don't understand covert narcissism. I did all these things that I wanted and enjoyed what was mostly a beautiful and fulfilling marriage, allowed me to have a high quality of life to a sweet man to share it all with and and the appearance of everything could, it was like anything everything that anyone could want. The quality of my life has plummeted since the discard, and I have not benefited as much as one would think from this departure. The small percentage of time that he let his true damaged and dangerous self emerge was negligible compared to what I received out of the relationship for many years. The problem lies in the fact that over time, the amoral and destructive core of this identity that covert narcissists are hiding, it begins to present itself more and more. 
while any connections and relationships with other people that I might have, that the victim might have, will be decimated and destroyed. Eventually, the mask will slip and the fairy tale life will just crack into a million pieces. The danger with the covert narcissist is that the victim is addicted and trauma bonded and in denial until this final discard. Then it's just over so suddenly in a flash and it's too late to do anything about it. So it is important to educate yourself before and not after the discard so you can be prepared for the ending, which it will inevitably be horrific. Do not be complacent or minimize anything or sacrifice relationships for this covert partner. They are hardwired to break your heart and then erase your entire life together as if it never existed. Prepare to be annihilated. Prepare to be destroyed. And remember that all that loving kindness and charm is not real. It never was and it never will be. You are in love with a cadaver, a ghost, the walking dead. And when it is over, there will be not very much left of you either. You will just be a ghost of your former, former self, a shell of the human that you could be. It may seem unbelievable, but please know that true reality is the only thing real in your relationship with a covert narcissist, and only you know what that true reality actually is. They have no idea, since their mind is disordered and everything is twisted and distorted and upside down and convoluted in an Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole kind of way. Their mind is disordered. Their brain is different. They are not like a neurotypical person. It is so easy to get lost in there. And it is such a pretty place until it isn't. May you get out and get healthy before you lose it all. Come back and visit again. NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery collaborators and we will have more information on this interesting subject for healing and recovery and hope for a better future thank you for listening